Hey friends, I'm your host, Tanya Raven, and I'm so happy you're here. When I entered into a blended family, I had no idea what I was getting into. We are a blended family of five with a tree that has many branches. We are not only here to talk about family, but all aspects of being perfectly blended. Love, marriage, life, personal growth, and communication. Did I mention that my husband and I are both entrepreneurs too? Life can be hard, blended can be harder, but we believe together we are better. So grab your bestie or your husband and let's get this conversation started. Hey y'all, it's Tanya Raven and we're back with the Perfectly Blended podcast today. I have my husband, Jeff Raven, with me on the podcast. He is an entrepreneur. He is a general contractor. He does residential and commercial. He's a realtor. He's a mentor. He's a father. He's a brother, a son. And he's my best friend and husband of 15 years. And we have been together for 23 years. Jeff, say hello. Hello. Today, our topic is how we got here. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we met, the journey to where we are, some of the struggles of blending our family. A little bit on the front end of that is we both come from blended families. Tell us about your blended family. So I have a one real brother and then I have two half brothers, one half sister, and then one stepbrother and three stepsisters. Ooh. Yeah. Your tree's got a lot of branches before I even showed up. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. So I have a lot of twists and turns on my road. <laughs> a half brother from my mother. I have half sister, two sisters, and one brother from my father. So my tree's got branches. And you got step, right? One oh step. yeah. And I have a step brother and a stepsister. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. Why are you throwing rocks? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. So starting off before we ever met each other, we have a tree with many branches and then we get together and the branches continue. Yep. So what's your version of how we met? Well, what's your um, version of the story? My version of the story was I, you know, I knew your sister for a long, long, long time. Spent a lot of time with not only knew her, I spent many nights at her house. Hung out with her and her friends. Y'all were kind of like BFF? Yeah, we were kind of like BFF-ish back in the day and hung out together a lot. And uh, she, uh, I never knew she had a sister. And, you know, she lived over in Plaquemine. And then when she moved on this side of the river. We hung, hung out more. Yeah, you and her hung out more. And then, so I accidentally uh, walked up the stairs one day and ran right into you purposely or in accidentally. I didn't know you were there, but... uh I was glad to see you when you sh- when I showed up. <laughs> What'd you say? I just told her. What, I mean, like, who is that? She's like, that's my sister. I'm like, didn't know you had a sister, but anyway, I don't know exactly remember what exactly what I told her. You said, where you been hiding her? Mm-mm. Yeah, where you been hiding her at? Yeah, that was one of my <laughs> sayings back then for sure. Where you been hiding her at? <laughs> that's definitely how the meet went. The first meet went, and from there the story gets a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in a, a relationship, and um, in the relationship with that woman, we were having a child that was not a planned situation at all. 
was supposed to be that she could not get pregnant, but but here we are. God saw different, so yeah, she got pregnant, and we had CC, and that's right about the time that uh, you, you and fell I fell in love with me. I wasn't in love with you yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it? Are you trying to have a confession here? No, Were you in love at first sight? Is that what no. it was? Okay, well, no, nah, but I uh, my other relationship was much wilder, right? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of a lot of partying and stuff going on. So um, when I met you, not that we didn't party quite a bit, we did do that. I mean, I was that was just my mo at all times, but we slowed it down a lot. So yeah, CC was in the hospital being born during that time. I can't remember exactly how that fell out, but that's that was all within a month, right? Yeah, for sure. It, it happened really quickly. Yeah, it was about right right at a month's time because I, I don't m- remember what was Mardi Gras that year, what day Mardi Gras was that year. But you and I, when I scooped you up off the floor, took you off into Forever Ever Everland, that was Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah, that's where we went. Crying over a boyfriend and you mm-hmm. was trying to cheer me up. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's talk about some of the struggles that. You know, fast forward a little bit because that was a very rocky season. We dated for eight years before we ever even planned a wedding. Right. We did get engaged after five, but those first five were probably some of the roughest times. Yeah. It's some things to straighten out. Yeah. But when we talked about getting married, what was your thoughts on blending a family? Like, how did you feel that was going to look or the things that came with blending a family. Like, were you thinking on the forefront of how that was going to look? Or were you like, okay, we're. Well, the way I was raised, I was raised that, you know, a man was the, the hunter and the provider. Right. So I went out, made the money, brought it home. And from there on, the woman took care of the house is the way I was raised. I knew you were good at that. And you did a good job uh, keeping up with the house and you did a good job with the kids. I mean, not I don't know if anybody on this podcast knows, but you got a guy given talent with kids that if anybody ever needs to know what that looked like, then you just take a look at your life and how you volunteer weekly to keep all the two year olds at Healing Place Church in Baton Rouge. Yeah. And um, I do love kids. I, I don't think it, nobody else was fighting you for that. I hadn't seen nobody fighting you for that job yet. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got that talent. So I, I, I never questioned, you know, my deal was, could I take care of you and Kelsey? And the answer to that was yes. And could you take care of the rest of it, the house and everything that to go along with it, the kids and the homework and the, meals and everything else. And the answer was yes. So it was, you know, that was my whole thought of blending a family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We weren't really uh, thinking of the, and for me, you know, like when I talked about on the last podcast, you become what you're taught, told and modeled. So, you know, like you're saying that's what you were taught, told and modeled. So that's the structure of what a family looked like to you, even though that's not what the structure of our family necessarily looks like now, but that made sense to you. And like for me, what I saw in my family, I longed for stability. And that part where you can take care of me mattered to me, you know. And so I think we kind of went in blindly to what really blending a family looked like. You know, we weren't looking at what was it going to look like to raise kids from other with other people and um, different opinions and different DNAs and 
going into all the struggles of what blending a family looks like. I mean, I think we've done a great job. Obviously, we've been doing it for 23 years, and I think we're like an inspiration to a lot of people, which is why, honestly, I started this podcast because people tell us all the time we should do something with blended families because we see a lot of them. We see their struggles. We see some making, we see some not make it. But now that we're on the empty nest end of it, we've seen and gone through a lot with blending a family. Right. So, like, that was our idea going into it, but. What are some of like, what was your struggle on your family side of going into blending this family? On my family side? Family, friends, their opinions, their thoughts, and how they felt about Um, us blending this family. My family was dead set against it. Uh, My family was dead set against it. My friends were dead set against it. So everybody on my side was like, hell no, you don't need to be doing that. So I had a lot of of uh, opposition on my side that I had to just man up to and say, this is what I was going to do. You know, this is because it was uh, very important to me being raised and losing my mom at nine years old. So I had a dad and then my dad, you know, has had many women. And um, one of them that I spent the most time with, was Miss Audrey, you know, and Miss um, Audrey came with uh, with a son and with three daughters, and none of us had the same name, same last name, you know. So uh, we try to get close to him as a young kid. This happened when I was nine years old. So you know, whenever my dad and Miss Audrey get together, I don't really remember what age that is, ten, eleven, something like that. I'm trying to, uh, you know, trying to have a new mama and trying to have a new family and. Right. They have different last names. So it was very important for me whenever we got together that we all had the same name. So yeah. I went through and I adopted Kelsey, which I took I took a lot of heat because of that, mostly only because Kelsey was mixed. You right. know? And uh Yeah. My friends and, and um and family were basically racist. I don't know what else to say besides yeah. that's how they were. And uh that was real <laughs> dominant during that day and time yeah since then you know my dad looks at that she's a favorite child totally different um yeah she's she's uh one of my dad's favorite grandchildren for sure now but there was a time and a place and and not that I, i don't think he ever didn't show her any love or anything like that he's always done that but he would have preferred i would have made a different choice there and uh now i think he he sees things definitely now different. He th- now he thinks he he wants to go get uh wants to go get me tested to see if I'm his son. He said he, I couldn't be this smart coming from his loin. He says <laughs> that's what he tells me. So for me, blending the family probably the hardest thing was baby mamas. Yeah, I knew going into this relationship, and I talked about this in the last episode about how my one of my deal breakers was baby mamas. Which sounds selfish because, I mean, I knew I was a baby mama and I had a baby daddy, but he wasn't in the picture. So mine mine was a little easier to deal with. So that was probably has been and still is one of the most difficult parts for me of blending the family. Now, as we've gone through it, do you still feel like that was probably one of the most difficult things or like through the years? What? What do you find has been difficult blending the family? Yeah. All the different opinions and sides and trying Dynamics. to share the kids and 
trying to um, disciplines you know, disciplines and you know it's uh rarely consistent you know most uh families or, or most kids we see let's just stick to mine how about that mine i mean we basically had full custody of cc so <laughs> yeah. we, we got to do basically what we wanted with that but yeah, we right then i did a lot of sharing cc with her mother's side of the family and you know that was a big deal to me because I had felt like Jake, my son, had been kept from me so much through his right upbringing. Yeah, throughout yeah. his all all of his years that you know I never really made an impact on him, and uh, you know never instilled values and stuff in him that that I had acquired from my dad and from you know my side of the family. So yeah, just dealing with the other sides of the families, the yeah. courts, the everything that goes along with it. The, support pay and you know (laughs) yeah the whole nine yeah when did it become real to you that this was what we were doing this is where we're at it was it like when we decided to get married and the whole adoption thing is when you became like yeah so the adoption thing you know uh when we got married i said yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna adopt kelsey and kelsey's gonna have the raven name which (laughs) Uh, when we it announced that to her, she wasn't so happy about that because she was already mm-hmm. how old was she? She was like thirteen, I think, was, when we were finally getting married. She had I mean, already, we met when we when she was five, but she was already established in her last name. Yeah, eight years puts her at thirteen. Yeah, she had already made a name for herself at thirteen. So uh, <laughs> she didn't she didn't know she wanted to change her name to Raven. But uh, yeah, uh, I've heard her say since then that she's glad she changed her name to Raven because yeah. That name's got clout, she said. Something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been through a lot through blending this family. Yeah, I imagine everybody goes through a lot blending a family. Um, the the adopting Kelsey part, I didn't want to just leave that laying there because that was a huge piece because I don't know if every everyone knows. I, I doubt it. I know better than everyone knows. But when you adopt a child, they go and they take the birth certificate, destroy the birth certificate, and they create a new birth certificate where my name is now on Kelsey's birth certificate as if I was her dad at birth. Biological. Yeah, biological dad. And uh, and that's that's not the case. But uh, along with that, that means I had uh, then. And the reason we we did that is, you know, I had had a vasectomy. We kind of skipped over that. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I'd had a vasectomy. And so Tanya and I couldn't have any kids and that, that had happened right when Tanya and I had gotten together. I was having it then because I said, you know, I couldn't afford any more child support. I'd be living in a tent. And, uh, so yeah, when I came, when it came down to it and I adopted Kelsey, that was a big step all the way around. Yeah. Giving her my name, accepting responsibility of her financially. And, you know, if had you and I got split up, whatever would have happened, I would have had to pay you child support or however it worked out. Yeah. She might have stayed with me. Huh. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Uh, but anyway, she was my responsibility legally on paper. So, you know, yeah. there that was. And I wanted that because I wanted us all have the same name. Not like I was raised with, you know, we'd go somewhere and everybody's got a different last name. So, Yeah. And I think that's situational too when you're blending a family because we also have a friend that just recently blended a family and her kids were older and one of them had had made a name for himself and the little brother wanted to keep his last name like his big brother. 
So when they got married, they didn't change his last name, right. you know, mm-hmm. but they were older. So I think circumstances are different in all different families. But I think, again, coming from your past, what you were taught, told and modeled and what you grew up seeing, you felt like you wanted everyone to belong. And the last name sealed that for you. Right. Yeah. And I thought that was really special, too, because not every man just does that. When you blend a family, adopt a kid. Some people are just getting married and blend a family. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, on the part that about Cece, her biological mom wasn't supposed to be able to get pregnant, but she did. And then I think, you know, God aligned in our, our meeting time, that time, and then we got custody of Cece. So she was the baby that I never had. I got to raise her her whole life. And so. That you never had with me. That I never, yeah, that yeah. baby that I never had with you. Because yeah. you went and got yourself chopped up. That's right. Um, how do you think we're doing? How do you think blending the family we're doing? How do I think we're doing now? Yeah. Well, let's see. What's the fruit show? <laughs> True. Uh, well, I think I think we've done our part and they're all raised and they all know right from wrong. They all know. And I think everybody does that anyway. You don't, That's not really how you, you know, yeah. how you're, with your raisins. But, uh, you know, I think that we've been good role models to our children. Yeah. We've been good, both of us being entrepreneurs, but they've both seen the hustle and yeah. uh, what it takes to be successful. I think we will leave them with quite a legacy to work with. And so I think we've done great. Do we do what perfect? Do you think? Not quite no, perfect. Not quite perfect. Might have missed a mark in a spot or two, you know? <laughs> what about, what do you think's been the secret to our success for blending a family? We talked a little bit about. It's one Really special secret. You want to share the secret? Share it. Never quit. Never Never give up. Never give up. Yeah. That's the only way you lose. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you lose. Yeah. And I think, you know, like I talked a little bit about this before too, about, you know, we've done a lot of therapy and we've done a lot of, you know, digging in and putting our time into our children and each other. You know, we haven't given up on our marriage. We've, we're working at our marriage. We're fighting for our marriage all the time. And also for our children, you know, we've, we believe in therapy and we've done, you know, the kids in therapy, we've done us therapy. Yeah. This is, it's, it's never given up to, it's definitely a big, big, big thing. Cause it's so easy to give up. Right. Right. It's so easy to see the grass is greener on the other side. It's so easy to give up and just say, oh, this single where we're not cut out for each other. You know, we could have done that 10,000 times. Oh, yeah. At least. And um, never giving up, never quitting. That's just something that's... Just staying in, committed. In both of us and in most all areas of our life. Yeah, like and that, I think know? it's... Uh, it, we're not ever in that same... Not, not I want to say not ever, but it's a lot of times one's there and one's not there. You know, when I'm weak, you're strong. Mm-hmm. And it's holding your spouse or and or children accountable and being there to pick them up when they're in a low spot or mm-hmm. I think a lot of you know what he said is exactly what we've done we've just never given up and we believe that together we're better you got anything else about blending this family you want to share it's a tough job and it's uh it's not for the for the faint at heart you know it's a, it's a, yeah it's a constant daily deal and, and it I think it helps prepare you for being grandparents as well, because then you bring in-laws and uh, everything <laughs> else into the mix, and then you got to deal with all that. So it's kind of a... Uh, you, you end up blending, whether you know you're blending or not. Right. Stay tuned. Right. 
we're blending a family when when two adults get together with children, but blending a family looks, I mean, can look a million different ways. Yeah. But even when a husband and wife have biological kids together, when they get married and start having kids, you start blending all kinds of families. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it helped that both you and I were both very independent people. So that helped us out big time too, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today. Okay. We're done. Can I have you back? Sure. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening in. If this episode spoke to you or you know someone who might love it, please share with a girlfriend or share it on social media and tag me at Tanya Raven. That's T-O-N-Y-A-R-A-Y-B-O-N. I hope y'all come back. Toodles.